Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I'm super excited about today's next episode of my podcast, Rewarding Conversations, because I am here with Alana Jane of Glittery Guts X uh, Instagram account, which is an amazing name, by the way. So say hi to everybody, Alana. Hello. That's that's her. Um, <laughs> and this is this is a podcast we've been trying to set up for a while. We've had multiple dates set up and, and <laughs> things have gotten shifted around, but that's how life works. Um, and the time difference is pretty significant. Where are you located? Uh, Scotland. Okay, so she lives in Scotland. Um, so the different, like what time is it there right now? So the time here just now is 20 to 4 in the afternoon. Okay, so... 20 to 4 in the okay yeah so here it's like uh like yeah 10 40 here so wow. we're, we're about six hours difference um roughly uh but you know we've been working to to set this up and i'm glad that we're finally able to do it so welcome um <laughs> and uh it's good that we're doing this and i i have found your channel um actually through um my interview um with a with a different uh instagram channel and i because kind of going through his channel, um, Advocate for Crohn's, um, and I came across yours. And so I reached out to you, and you very generously reached back out to me and said, yeah, I would love to do this. So it was like, cool, all right. And then yeah. we came into a bunch of bumps and bruises and trying to set this up. But here we are now. So thank you so much for joining me. Oh, well, thank you for having me. And, yeah, Mason's absolutely lovely. And the same thing actually happened with Mason. <laughs> oh, did it really? Yeah. We'd had it, yeah. Well, we, did, we did originally have one. But at the time, my mental health wasn't that good. And I was like, look, can we please just do a redo? Um, and then we tried to do the redo, and I wasn't well enough. And I think it happened a second time, but then we finally managed to get it done. After time number 30, you managed to do it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, Ma Mason is, is really great, and I really enjoyed our, our episode. He's, he's this awesome human. So, uh, But, yeah, I came across your channel and was really, really interested because... Um, number one, you just seem like a, a really kind of open book and honest person, which I always yes. really appreciate and I love. Um, but number two, uh, you do specifically deal with, um, you know, a, a few different chronic illnesses. So if you wouldn't mind um, talking about those a little bit and just kind of, you know, the day-to-day the -day things that you do struggle with. Uh, yeah, so obviously before now, because I've been pregnant at the moment, um, but before being pregnant, um, a lot of things I dealt with, um, obviously I had my stoma surgery in 2015 and then I had my other surgery to remove the rectum and have that sewn up a couple of months later in 2015. So the issues that I've kind of struggled with has been wound issues uh, where the wound just you know hasn't healed very well. I mean I think it's kind of healed a bit now but we're still struggling with that. Obviously with the Crohn's it's one of those things that flares from time to time so I've dealt with quite a few flares and what I notice um, a lot is a lot of sickness, uh, stomach pain, uh, iron issues. I've also been put on B12 injections uh, just because that helps with everything with you know your your iron and your blood and things like that and anemia and the most thing that I struggle with the most is that some days I'll be fine and then another day I just get hit by extreme fatigue and I can barely move out of bed just to go to the toilet. Um, and it seems to be quite common with people um, that suffer with inflammatory bubble disease. Wow. Um, so you're dealing with a few different things. And on top of that, you're pregnant. 
Yes, uh, and then so I've got my other lovely illnesses to add to the mix too. <laughs> yeah, just the normal pregnancy issues um, on top yeah. of all that. So um, if you could just take a take a second maybe and talk about what the, the stoma is, like it, like how, how did you like find out about that? Like what was that diagnosis process like when you realized that you were, you were dealing with this and had to kind of go through all that? So I was diagnosed with uh, Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis when I was 17 and I'd suffered like for years beforehand and we never really knew what was wrong with me but it had gotten to a point where it was really severe where I just couldn't stop going to the toilet all the time. I was vomiting all the time and constantly having infections and my mum kind of did a little bit of research online just to try and get us some help because the doctors kept saying it was um, irritable irritable bowel syndrome or it was like hormones due to my age because obviously when you hit puberty and things yeah. and it was just really apparent that it just really wasn't those issues at all so my mum did some research and the two things that she had found was bowel cancer and inflammatory bowel disease uh, so they eventually referred me for a colonoscopy so that's when I was 17 uh, so that would have been August 2012 and you know like straight up there and then when they put the camera in they were like yeah you've got inflammatory bowel disease and so for about a good three four years I was on different um, chemotherapy drugs um, and the misconception obviously with that sometimes as well is that when you say you're on chemotherapy drugs a lot of people say oh well you don't have cancer but that's not really what it means what it means is that you're on chemotherapy type drugs however there are a lot um, less like you know like cancer patients have a very very high dosage whereas yeah. when it's used in people that have chronic illness the dosage is usually quite low um and then that's given obviously like whatever your medical plan is for every eight weeks or 12 weeks uh to try and uh keep the the crohn's disease or the ulcerative colitis you know um or to try and achieve remission i suppose or keep it under control but it got to the point in 2015, at the beginning of the year, um, I caught what was called Campylobacter bacteria. So normally it's kind of associated with food poisoning, but the type that I had gotten um, from my stool samples and things, uh, they actually had to research it at the local university to us because the type that I had gotten didn't come from food poisoning and usually it was only associated in foreign countries you know if you go on holiday and you pick up something from the water yeah. and things uh, so for months I really really struggled and then in the June um, or it was kind of the end of May beginning of June I'd caught sepsis and um, or I think I was just kind of well it caused like a bowel infection so what had happened was they had the planned surgery for a week later whilst I was an inpatient but then the infection had gotten so bad it caused sepsis in my large bowel so then my so uh, surgery for my stoma was um, moved to emergency and then I was kind of just like whisked away and I woke up and I had a stoma sort of thing. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> seems like things happen very slowly and then all at once. Yeah, um, so it was kind of like a really slow kind of yeah. progression of things, and then boom, it was just like, this is now happening, and you yeah. don't have time to think about it. Um, so it was quite a shock. And so how many years ago was that? 
that would have been six years ago. Six years ago, okay. So um, one thing that immediately pops up in my head is uh, the fact that you are currently pregnant. How many months pregnant are you? I'm eight months. Eight months. Okay, so you're, yeah, you're getting there. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's about to happen, right? Um, so is. congratulations on that. Uh, Thank uh, obviously, you. congratulations. Um, what was that? What was that thought process like for you? Did you always know that you wanted to have kids? You know, bef- and and did things change before and after getting these diagnoses and these illness and things like that? Like, what was that thought process like? What, did you have to have conversations with doctors, or or how did that kind of go for you? Uh, it was a very very big struggle. So I've struggled with my fertility since I was seventeen. Um, so I had my first uh, miscarry when I was 17. Okay. And basically what happens um, sometimes and not always is that when you're in quite a big flare with inflammatory bowel disease, the body doesn't take to pregnancy very well and usually results um, in miscarry. Um, so I had quite a few miscarries and by the time it had gotten to 2017, my consultant had sat me down at my bedside whilst I was an inpatient and I was really unwell and he said, look, you know, Alana, um, I know you're really young but we think that it's highly unlikely that you're going to be ever be able to have children and, you know, they always know that I don't like things sugar-coated. I always like them to be open and yeah. honest with me. I'm the same and way, yeah. Yeah, I just prefer it because it just saves any heartache in future. Yeah. Uh, my mum was with me at the time as well, so she held my hand and he said, you know, we don't think you're going to have children. Um, and at this point, I hadn't had a period in a very long time. And funnily enough, the morning after, I'd gotten my first period um, mm. in almost a year. But, you know, things were never really any better with my health. And so I knew that I wasn't going to have children. So eventually I made my peace with that. And I thought, well, you know it's not meant to be it's not going to happen for me yeah and you know it is what it is and I just have to be thankful that I am still here because um you know I've always been close to death quite a few times so I was just grateful to be here more than anything and it really was upsetting but as you like as I say like you know you have to make your peace with these things and then I met my partner at the end of 2017 I think it was in the November and a year later I was rushed into A&E because I was really ill and we didn't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> I was bedridden for weeks and I was always being sick and, you know, usually to me that's like the first symptoms of, oh no, like my Crohn's is back. And the doctor was like, oh, would you mind if we did a pregnancy test? And they usually ask you that every time, uh, just yeah. because of being a young woman, they have to ask just because obviously it happens quite often. And she came back and she was like, oh, are you okay Like for your mum to be here? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, yeah, so you're pregnant. And I was like, what? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I think you're mistaken. I was like, you know, I was told I couldn't have kids. And she says, well, she says, our test is definitely saying that you're pregnant. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was just like so overcome with emotion. I just cried and bawled my eyes out and... Eventually what had happened was I was just so poorly, I had actually ha- ended up having to have a surgical termination because I just wasn't well enough to to be yeah. able to continue with the pregnancy. Um, so after that, it was kind of like, well, it can happen now. I was like, if it's happened yeah. 
this time that it definitely can happen again and so we waited a couple of years I think it was 2019 I ended up getting pregnant again but I didn't know that time and I'd went to the doctors with a really really bad period and she says oh I'm really sorry but you're actually having a miscarry and wow. so I was kind of like right okay I was like well I'm kind of put off trying now so we just accepted like you know obviously it's just going to always end up in a miscarry and so we didn't really want to force ourselves to, to go down that situation again and then I think it was the beginning of February one night my like my periods hasn't cu hadn't come up in a few weeks and I thought oh no here we go again it's my Crohn's again yeah so I think it was like two in the morning and Jamie's sitting gaming on his laptop and I was just like I just had this like little voice in my head that was just like oh maybe you should just like take a pregnancy test and I was like oh I'll just do it then and then I did it and I was like oh my god I was like it says I'm pregnant <laughs> wow and and, then, and that yeah. and that one stuck that one stuck yeah it's not been easy at all but um yeah, yeah so I had like a, an appointment with my GP and I got them to do like a test as well just to double check and they said yeah definitely and when I found out I was about six weeks well, congratulations. Um, you're you. you're right at the finish line now. Um, yes. And do you, uh, you know, like when, when you when you found out that you were pregnant again, like this time, was that feeling for you like real exciting and celebrating or was it kind of like a here we go again kind of feeling because you have had so many bad experiences? Yeah, it was like here we go again. Like, I was really scared. I was really worried. Um and I constantly like throughout the whole of this pregnancy I take it each day so every day I wake up yeah. and I haven't had a bleed is like a blessing yeah. because you know every morning uh, when I went to the toilet up until maybe about when I reached maybe like seven months I was constantly making sure that I wasn't having bleeds yeah. and I've obviously had a lot of pain and I've not been very well at all so it's just been a constant worry because Usually in pregnancy, they say once you get to 24 weeks, it's less of a worry. But I think you'll find that when you speak to most pregnant women, you'll always worry. Like, always yeah. until the yeah. baby's here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it's really amazing that, you know, you've gotten to where you've gotten. And Definitely. Uh, you, you have been through so many hurdles and so many obstacles. And yet... You know, and, and you deal with so much pain and, you know, you're, you get bedridden and you get sick and all these things. And yet you still have such a positive attitude. Uh, you have been just such a pleasure and a joy to talk to. And, and you've oh, always been very you. kind to me. So I think it's really incredible that you have had the life that you've had and you've dealt with so many things. And yet you you were still a kind and positive person, which is really Definitely. amazing. Um, do has your experiences made you feel that way? Like, have you always kind of had this personality and this kind of positive outlook? No. Or have your experiences actually made you more into a positive and, and kind of, uh, you know, looking forward to the future kind of person? So, um, prior to meeting my partner, Jamie, and even a couple of years after meeting Jamie and us being together, my mental health has been something I've really, really struggled with um, for yeah. as long as I can remember, even since being a child. Um... And then when I got poorly in things, it took a really bad turn. And I actually used to self-harm uh, quite a few years ago. 
Yeah. And uh, nothing extreme, but yeah, I really have suffered uh, mentally. So I haven't always been this positive, kind person. You know, there's been times in the past where I have been unkind to other people and to people yeah. as well that um, even have the same conditions as me. Just because I think I was so like negative and I was bitter and I think I was really angry at the world like well you know why does this have to happen to me and then also on top of having that you know you have a lot of people that come and go in your life that they try to make like they try to give you advice to make you better but it doesn't really work that way um you know the thing that you'll find with Crohn's a lot of the time is a lot of people will say oh well have you tried CBD or have you tried cutting out dairy this that and the next thing and they don't really like to take no as an answer and they're like they kind of turn it around and make it out as if you know it's that you're not helping yourself but it's not a case of that you're not helping yourself it's just that sometimes these things aren't always the answer and these people are very stubborn and you know you know want to be right and want to think well if you just do this you'll be better and for a long time I dealt with comments like that from friends and family people I didn't know and it really frustrated me so that didn't help the mental side of things either and how my attitude was towards people yeah. um, so um, I think maybe not last year but the year before 2019 is when I really started to start being a bit of a better person and going well you know I can't really change how things are and being horrible to people or when they're horrible to me and being horrible back that's not going to solve anything, it's not going to make anything better and if anything it just makes it worse because it causes you stress and you know um, a lot of people that I had run-ins with in the past I apologised, even wasn't interested in being friends but I just felt you know it was the right time for me to kind of apologise and just move on with life and then things uh, eventually did start to get better um, so I guess, it, like you say, it's just your experiences and yeah. sometimes it just takes that little moment to think, well, maybe it's time to change. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think it's a very important and brave thing to be able to say, oh, yeah, I haven't always been this or the best or this. Like I, you know, people are so afraid to admit their faults. People are so afraid to admit when they were wrong or when they were angry or negative or something like that. And I think it's really great that you talk about that so openly Um, because we all, it happens to all of us. Everybody gets angry. Everybody gets sad. Everybody gets mad. Everybody has that, you know, kind of why is this happening to me mentality. And a lot of times we lash out at other people and people that don't deserve it or people that maybe do deserve it, but it's still, you know, it just perpetuates a cycle. It doesn't help anything. And I think it's really amazing that you were able to identify that and say, like, I need to make a change. Um, So kudos to you. um, And thank you you for talking about that, because it's not an easy thing to talk about. It's not easy to say. It definitely isn't. And I think, you know, it's it's really important to kind of be at that point in your life, you know, where, you know, you can finally say, well, who like you knew who I was back then, but that's not who I am now. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So let's talk about your let's talk about your Instagram because uh, yes. you you have an awesome Instagram. Uh, first off, the name, uh, and I'll put the <laughs> yeah. the name and description and everything in below in the in the uh, kind of bio in the link. But glittery guts X. How did you come up with that name? Uh, so actually, it was me and my mom. So when I met my partner, I think it was about maybe a couple of weeks or a month into our relationship, and 
I kind of wanted to drift away from my personal account and make like a new yeah. account because I'd had my blog since 2015 but I was never really serious about it. It was more just, you know, like fun. And it is yeah. still fun, obviously, but back then I wasn't, you know, as serious and posting about things. And I says to my mum, I was like, I really think I want to, you know, make a new Instagram account and maybe raise awareness, blog a bit about what I've been through. And uh, I absolutely love unicorns, but at that time I was absolutely obsessed with unicorns. And anybody who knew me, every morning <laughs> I'd wake up on Facebook and I'd be tagged in all these unicorn like outfits and, you oh, know, wow. you name it, it was tagged. <laughs> um, and so I was like well I really like glitter and then I don't know if you've ever heard of those little capsules that you can swallow that are full of glitter and it makes your poo glitter what? that's right? a thing? so that is a thing so lots oh of people gosh. with stomas yeah so lots of people with stomas were trying them being like oh I've got gl glittery poo inside <laughs> my bag and things oh my gosh um, and I was like, oh my god, that's well cool. And I was like, well, obviously, like, I love glitter and, like, I've got guts and I'm missing some guts. And then me and my mom were kind of just like, oh, what about glittery guts? And that's literally just how it came about. Glittery guts. I love that. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Um, well, uh, yeah, I had to get that out of the way because I saw the name and I was like, well, that name is amazing. And there's got to be a story there. Um, do you know what? I do, I do get it asked quite often. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not exactly like a very common <laughs> Instagram name that you would see. Um, but I will say I, I do really like, um, you know, your Instagram and your posts because Thank I you. like that you post really positive things and you post really cute things of like your dog and, you know, about your yeah. partner. Um, but you also post, you know, honest things. And, you know, when yes. you're having tough days and when you're when you're really going through the ringer and when things are hard. And I think it's great when people can actually be honest and not everything is sunshine and rainbows and unicorns, I guess in this example, yeah. um, that we all have really hard days and we all have things that we struggle with. And I like that you're really honest about those things. So tell me about that. Tell me about how this evolved. Um, you know, when you very first started on your Instagram with your new, you know, channel, the glittery guts, like, what was your kind of thought process of like the things that you were going to post and talk about and how has that evolved to what it is now? Obviously you're, you have the pregnancy and that's a massive part of things yes. um, and something that you post about, you know, pretty, pretty often, but how, you know, how did it kind of start and how is it transitioned to where you are now? So to start with, it was mostly just um, kind of connecting my illnesses with unicorns to start with. Um, yeah. You know, being like that unicorn blogger sort of thing with the chronic illnesses. But then it developed into something a lot more where, you know, I was building up, you know, my followers and I was making new friends on Instagram. Yeah. And I was raising a lot of awareness and, you know, connecting with other people and, you know, realizing, oh, well, hold on a minute. Like, it's not just me that's doing this and it's not just me that's going through this um, horrible things in life. And so it was kind of just a mixture of things to start with. But then it progressed into sharing about my life with Crohn's and other things and posting updates. And then, obviously, as you say, it evolved into me talking about fertility. Yeah. Um, online bullying is some things I've covered. Um, also, yeah. people with chronic illness. And 
mental illness also struggle with relationships in terms of friends and family, uh, sometimes love, and yeah. obviously sharing things about my stoma. So I cover literally every aspect there is to my life, even if it might be something little to someone else, but it can be something quite big to me. And then in return, when I post about it, somebody else with the same thing or might be going through the same will go, well, thank you for posting about that because, you know, I'm going through the same thing. And so it's actually become more about kind of helping others, but helping myself as well. And especially raising more Ill, um, issues about illness and fertility. Yeah, I mean, I that's, you know, that's kind of what I appreciate is that, you know, going through your Instagram and kind of just scrolling through, there's definitely been an evolution, which has been really cool of kind of where you started uh, to, to where you are now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the obviously, like I said, the, the pregnancy is a huge part of it. But, you know, I like that you talk about a, dump, a bunch of different things like, you know, the medications or like, you know, when you are just kind of stuck in bed or how things are going overall. It's, it's kind of like going through a journey with you, which is really neat. Yeah, um, and that's and just what I like of, to think of it as, to be honest, yeah. is it's literally like my life journey on yeah. on, a, on an account. And do you plan on continuing with all of this, like after you do, um, you know, uh, give give birth, after you do have your baby? Do you plan on oh, yeah, continuing definitely. with all this? Yeah. yeah. It might not be as much, obviously, due to, obviously, baby commitments and yeah. being tired and illness and things, but it's definitely something um, that I'll always continue to do and until maybe one day I decide, well, might not want to do it as often or, you know, how things yeah. are in life that sometimes things change. But definitely for as far as the future, as I can tell for now, it's definitely something that I want to keep keep doing. And eventually, like, I would love to make it like my job in future when I'm actually able to work. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what do you what do you have going on now? Um, I, I always ask that of people. Obviously, we all know yeah. one big thing you have going on right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, any any plans for the future? Any any people that you're working with? Any certain organization you want to raise awareness for? Like what's kind of going on right now? Besides, obviously, the about to give birth. Yeah. So obviously, I'll still be continuing to blog for Trio Healthcare and the health delivery review service um, so I just started with them not long ago and I also have another collaboration I think to be happening at some point this month I think so I speak with them at five o'clock tonight just to get the gist of what they would like me to do which is uh, essentially for an Instagram takeover so I've never done one of those before so that's like a whole new thing those are fun I've done I've done a couple of those those are fun yeah I've never yeah, ever done one before, um, so I'm really looking forward to that. So that's to do with ostomies as well. And okay. then I've got a article coming out in the Stoma Tips magazine, and I believe I'm working on something with Colostomy UK for next year. And I would probably like to do a bit more next year in terms of maybe going down the route of fertility with a stoma or you know fertility with illness and things but yeah. I haven't really done much research into that yet and it might not even be next year but it's definitely something I want to work on in the future where you know maybe starting a campaign or something to do with fertility and illness and stomas and things definitely 
keeping yourself busy. And then kind of the cherry on that Sunday is, oh, yeah, baby. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so keeping yourself busy, I like that. Uh, yes. That's awesome. That's really amazing. Um, you seem like such a strong um, person for everything that you've been through and still you know, having this positive attitude and identifying that you needed to, you know, to make a change in, you know, yourself and being able to do that and being able to talk about things so openly is, is yeah. just so admirable. And, um, I just think it's, it's really awesome what you're doing. I'm a fan. I'm definitely going to keep up. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, how it is after you have your baby. Um, and oh, I'm really looking you. forward to that. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, I always like yes. to round things out by doing a fun little Q and A. Is that cool? Yes, let's go. Let's do okay. it. Um, and, and just to be clear with the audience, you have no idea what I'm going to ask, right? I actually don't. I didn't even know you were going to be doing a Q&A. <laughs> All right. This is, this is going to be fun. Um, okay. So uh, let's start off uh, simple. What is your favorite late night snack? Oh. Oh, anything probably chocolate or at the moment, and I know it sounds really odd, but I'm on these um, specific milkshakes, uh, you know, to keep me like built up. Yeah. I actually really enjoy those. So I have one of those before bed, and at the moment they're really nice and cold. So okay, but you're nice. you're a big chocolate person. At nighttime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at nighttime. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is a dream vacation of yours? Um, gosh. Well, there's a few, but I would definitely love to travel around America. Have you ever been to the states? No, I've never left the UK. Okay. Well, um, I have. I spent time in London. I spent like a couple weeks in London because my wife had lived there for a little while. Um, yep. So she took me there a few years ago, which was really cool. But we want to kind of go to Europe and travel all over, um, you know, but we have we've lived all over the States. So if you ever do make it over here and you need some suggestions, let me know. And I'm happy oh, to give brilliant. you some great Thank suggestions. You. Yeah. Um, tell me something that makes you sad. Something that makes me sad. Um, probably online bullies and trolls yeah. and really horrible people. It's so easy to be nasty when you don't have to look at somebody in the eyes. Um, yes, very much so. It's something I've dealt with for quite a long time. But, you know, um, the, the block button is very much a blessing. In some cases it's not, but definitely when you don't have to see those negative comments or posts, it's uh, yeah. definitely a blessing. Yeah. Well, on the other end of that, tell me something that makes you happy. Something that makes me happy? Oh, my dog, Biggie. <laughs> yeah, I love the posts of your dog. Like I said, I'm going to I'm gonna put your, your Instagram and everything um, and where you blog at and all of that in the description. But, yeah, the, your, the pictures with your dog are the cutest. I'm a big dog person, and, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love the pictures of your dog. Super oh, cute. Oh, he's the best. I love him so he's much. He's just got the cute little <laughs> face, and you just want to, like, love him forever. Yeah, he's um, so squishy. <laughs> yeah, little squishy face. <laughs> um, all right, so last question. You made it through. Um, tell me what advice would you give your younger self? Well, my younger self would be uh, definitely not to keep people in your life just because you feel like you have to, 100%. Ooh. Wow. Um, and the second part of advice that I would give myself back then is advocate for yourself more, for your care, for your mental health, things like that. Yeah, that, that hits home for me. Um, I am a huge, huge believer um, of what you said about, you know, you don't have to keep people in your life that you don't want to keep in your life. Yes. Um, 
I wish I'd done I, that years ago. I'm I'm literally wearing the shirt right now, chosen yes, family. Yes, I can see it. <laughs> um, I'm a huge advocate for you should surround yourself with the people that you want to surround yourself with, and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to bring positive and good things to your life and support you and people that you can support. And, yeah, so um, thank you for well, saying that because I, I agree well, with that wholeheartedly. With my journey with you know, obviously my mental health and, you know, how I was saying how I was quite a negative person and things yeah. before, actually getting rid of toxic family and friends yeah. has what's led me to be a much more better person, more positive person yeah. I am today because I'm not surrounded, you know, by yes. that pressure of the toxicity and the yes. negativity, definitely. It's amazing when you take yourself out of that environment, how you feel different. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. You know, when you when you take yourself out of negativity and toxic people, like, you feel the change in you, so... You do, it's like, um, it can be difficult because you think, oh, my God, like, have I done the right thing, you know, because, you yeah. know, family's meant to be family, and you think, well, is the rest of the family going to speak to me? But then, at the end of the day, like, you've got to think, well, actually, I have to do what benefits me, and if it's not benefiting me anymore in a sense of mental health and it's making you feel really unwell, then you kind of have to put your your life first and say, well, I have to do what's best for me. 100% I could not agree with you more. Um, I whole, wholeheartedly agree, and I hope everybody out there can take something away from that. Um, you know, you have a choice who you want to surround yourself with. Absolutely. You have a choice who you want to spend your time with. Don't waste your time, um, you know. Don't don't waste your time and energy and efforts on people that don't want to waste their time and energy and efforts on you. Absolutely. Um, you know, if they can't um, even take one minute out of their day, yeah. you know, within every so often, just to message and see how you are. But, you know, you'll see them actively doing the same thing with other people. And you think, well, why do they not care about me like that? And yeah. that's when you kind of have to go, well, maybe it's time that I kind of realize, like, yeah. maybe they don't care about me as much as I care about them. So. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. these things have to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could not agree with you more. That's really beautiful. Thank you for, for sharing that with me and, and with the audience. Um, I, I love how much of an open book you are. I love how honest and direct you are. You've been about your life and your journey. I will continue to be a fan. Um, I can't wait to see the updates of after you have your after you have the baby. Thank um, you. And uh, I'll definitely connect with you down the road, and maybe we can do another podcast down the road sometime just to kind of get, get a little bit of update, yeah, of, yeah. How, of how things are going. Um, but, you know, once again, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, and best of luck to you and your partner and your, your future family together. Um, thank you. Know, you. And, and I just hope nothing but the best for you. Thank you very, very much, and thank you for having me. It was actually really lovely that you reached out because um, um, I think – you know, like you were saying, in the evolution of my, my blogging and things that in past recent months, a lot of people have been reaching out. Um, and it's also nice for me because some things, like, people might not think helps me, does help me. So, like, when people are struggling, you know, they, th they say, well, how do you do it? Like, what what's one thing that, like, really helps you cope? And for me, what helps me cope is my blogging. Like, that's one thing that really yeah. keeps me going. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Um, it, it's something that I, you know, doing this podcast, I've I've found genuine joy in, and I've connected and met so many amazing people, and and you're and you're one of them. Um, Thank you know, you. so this has been really great. I hope you continue. Um, I like I said, I'll continue to be a fan. Um, I'll put all the links and descriptions below. Um, so thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Good luck with thank everything you. with the pregnancy. 
Um, and for everybody out there that's listening, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returner, welcome back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.